Lord came to him saying, I just like this statement, arise, go to Zarephath. Just a moment before I begin even to continue reading the scripture, I find something very important and interesting from the scripture we just read. It says when the brook, the well where there was water, dried, God came down and he said, go to Zedaphim. This type of a relationship with God, that when something finishes around you, God has a solution for you. No, I'm not talking to somebody here. Can you imagine the type of a relationship that God can even look into your bank account that when your account dries, God has a solution already. So the Bible says because there was no rain, the well, the brook dried. And the word of the Lord came to him and he said, go to Zelathith. So let's read it. Then the Bible here says, Arise, go to Zelathith, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. I have commanded a widow. I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. In this season of the end of the matter, hear me, God will command companies. God will command banks. God will command certain individuals. Just for your sake. Maruke Tarabahate. Jaro Sife Enta Kapa. Ralushi Enta Kapura. The Papa says, I want you to see this. Can you imagine when they when the brook dried? The Papa says, God said, Go to Sidon. He said, There in Zerafif, I have commanded a widow to provide for you. God cares for us in that way. Do you know if you don't see this, if you don't see this in this way, get what happens. This is, you know, you, you, you'll be suffering at home without actually knowing that God wants to provide for you. But this evening when I was in my prayer room, you know, I, I went through again the scripture and I saw something that I've not seen before. I said, you imagine God, the God we save the whole world. And with you, it's not happening like that. Why with Elijah is happening? Why with other people it's happening? And you, you're well dried and God is quiet and you are quiet. There is no provision. You need to do something in this season. Amen. I'm telling you the truth. Yes. Can you imagine Elijah? He never prayed. When, when the water finished on the well, he was hiding near the well. The brook, there was a little valley and there was a well of water. So he would drink water from there and then hide in the cave. And, and bears would come and provide him food. Just that alone gives me questions to say, wait a minute. Why then not you? If God could command birds to fly, ravens. Do you know ravens are the most stingy birds in the bush? They actually fight. You, you actually see all the times when they meet or there is an animal that has died, you see them fighting in the air. And there's so much meat and they'll be fighting for a little piece. And God commanded them that whenever an animal dies, they would actually pick meat from there and bring it to Elijah. 
Something here is not adding up. Why not you? Something has to come to you. See, even how you are saying, I receive. It's like you are not tired of how you are living and your life. If God can command stingy ravens to bring meat, I'm not looking for meat. Are you looking for meat? You're not looking for meat. Maybe you actually need a breakthrough. God will command anyone holding it to bring it to you. And then God says, now, I will no longer command ravens. I'm looking at two things here. Ravens and a widow. These are the most two critical things. You must look at them critically. One, ravens are very stingy. Two, a widow. She has no husband. She has no any provision. And trust you me, a widow would not give you food because she has only the last food for her and her son. And these are two, the most difficult ones. These are two. God to show you that he can command anyone. Right now, God can command a bank to employ you. He can command your boss to give you a job. He can command people to come to your, into your business. God can command. He has the ability. But see how you limit him. See how you limit God. Each time I pray, when God is speaking to me, he keeps on saying this to me. He says, shepherd, I am not a person. You know, whenever I'm praying and, and I'm asking God for something and he's talking to me, he keeps on saying to me that I am not, I am not, I am not a person. He keeps on telling me that, shepherd, I'm not an angel. I am not a prophet. I speak to prophets. I am not an angel. He talks to me like that. You know, you cannot fit me. You cannot fit me in a box. You see, God is too big. I was doing a mentorship some few days ago with the people who are here. And I was saying to them, I said, when God is calling you, he does not call you according to your vision and the capacity and ability. God calls you according to his vision and according to his capacity and according to his ability. Then he says, I want to use you. So you'll be like, how? How me? This is a reason why if God is starting any ministry in the world, you do not need any capital. Every business you see in the world began by capital and every ministry you see in the world began by faith. Amen. You didn't hear me. If God says, I'll make you a millionaire, you don't have to question. God does not go by your, you, you, cannot, you, cannot, you cannot limit God. God, he keeps on shouting at me when I'm praying and I'm like, God, okay, I hear you. And what's going to happen? He says, shepherd, it's not you who's going to do it. I'm telling you, do not doubt me. I do not change all things you see. They never require the capital. All things I made you go through, they never required the capital. All they required was faith and obedience. 
Do it. Don't ask how. I am the how. God is the how. Tonight, I'm talking to somebody who has been believing God for something. He is the how. Raise up your hands where you are. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone watching me now. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you touch these people wherever they are. Razodeke paramanto roboshika ramanda. Zikorodoshika rabasanta ramante. Rika bashika raduza. Roshika rabababasonte. In the name of Jesus. Roka pasoko to roboshika. Masoka pahata. Rente kefe enterediga. Shio antakafahate. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch your people. Touch your people. Touch your people. Now, I look at this woman over there. That's what you see there. The woman is a widow. And God says, I have commanded the widow. And you'll be thinking, you'll be thinking, God is sending me to a widow. You know, God all the times, and I want to repeat this statement, put it somewhere in your brain. God all the times uses useless things. You would think God would say to Elijah, I have commanded a governor. You would think God said, I have commanded a businessman in that city. God said, I've commanded a widow. When God was calling me, he said, shepherd, I'll take your ministry to another level. I said, how? He said, I have commanded the poor people. God will provide to these poor people and they'll become millionaires. And they'll take your ministry to another level. And I once told you this, I think some five years ago, I said, my ministry, we do not attract millionaires. We produce millionaires. We don't attract them. We produce them. Are you here or you're home? Raise up your right hand and say the name of Jesus. Say, oh Lord, command, command my miracle to happen. Command my healing. Command my blessing, wherever it is, to come to my direction. Clap your hands for Jesus. Let's go to the scripture. The Bible says what? It says, Arise, go to Zerapheth, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. <laughs> See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. In verse 10, so he arose and went to Zelathith. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. Huh? So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread. I find a problem that God wants to use people who actually them too need a solution. How, are you not wondering why you have this age to help, to be a kingdom financial, to support, yet you too need support. And God says to Elijah, go to this widow. And the widow says, as your God lives, 
I do not have that bread. Only a handful of flour in a bean and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a cup of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. I'm, I'm here for somebody who's a prophet and believing God for the end of the matter. Because you see, there are people today who have reached a level of accepting their problems. I want you to see the situation. A woman's situation. We looked at other faith at the time. I think um, the, uh, the last service we had. We looked at situations of Hezekiah. That he was about to die. There was no hope. And his situation by a prophet changed. Did you hear that? Just by a prophet. Just by a prophet. The life of Hezekiah. The man's situation changed. And hear what the Bible says there. It says, and now is another prophet, Elijah, to a woman whose food, once she eat her last meal, she has no any other food. And she's expecting to die. And the prophet shows up. Am I, am I, am I talking to somebody here? Because we are about to change situations tonight. If I be a prophet of God, if I be a servant of the Most High, as I stand on my altar, bring that situation that is too difficult for you. My God shall answer you in the name of Jesus. Hear what the Bible says. The Bible says, And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bean of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the javel run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that your, your storage will never run dry? A prophet can release such an anointing that your bank account will never run dry. Now, hear what, what happens there. So, Elijah says, For thus says the Lord God of Israel, The bean of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry, until the day the Lord sends rain on the eighth. In verse 15, So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah, and she and, and he and her household ate for many days. The bean of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry. According to the word of the Lord, which is spoke by Elijah. Now, it happened after these things, that the son of the woman who owned the house became sick. And his sickness was so serious that there was no breath left in him. I want you to hear this. Are you following so Elijah is staying, he's being kept by a widow, and the widow has a child, and the child is sick. And to a point where there was no breath. Let's read again. Let's read again. In verse 18. So she said to Elijah, what have I to do with you, O man of God? Have you come to me to bring my sin to remember us and to kill my son? 
Like after meeting a man of God, my, my situation became worse. <laughs> after, after meeting a man of God, my situation, he said, did you come here to, re what are you doing? Look at my son now. And you are in my house. And this thing, the child is sick and the prophet is in the house. To a level of the child stop breathing. And the prophet is in the house. It's so possible. Very possible. Now let's read it. Now. And he said to her, give me your son. So he took him out of her arms and carried him to the upper room where he was staying. And laid him on his bed. Then he cried out to the Lord and said, Oh Lord, my God, have you also brought tragedy on the widow with whom I lodged by killing her son? So the child died. And he stretched himself out on the child three times and cried out to the Lord and said, Oh Lord, my God, I pray, let this child's soul come back to him. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah. And the soul of the child came back to him. And he revived. Amen. In verse 23, hear this. And Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper room into the house. And gave him to his mother. And Elijah said, see your son lives. Now verse 24. This is the most touching part that I want you to see. Then the woman said to Elijah, now by this, I know that you are a man of God. And that the word of the Lord in your mouth is the truth. By this. Wait a minute. There are miracles that have happened where food, the little flour, wasn't finishing. Oil wasn't finishing. She wasn't seeing a man of God through that. It is so possible to be with a man of God and not have the conviction. How do you stay with Elijah and you're seeing these miracles happening of food in your house and you are not picking it? And she says, by this, by this one, this, this one, I know you are a man of God. By this, I know you are a man of God. By this, I know. There are miracles that can happen to you that you believe. But in this season, to anyone else who's going to believe, it will take you to a point where you're not just, you're going to actually begin to say, you know what? By this. <laughs> I challenge your problem. <laughs> I challenge your problem. I challenge your problem in the name of Jesus. Hear this. In John 11, I want to read the story. Just in John chapter 11, there's a story 
there's a story of Jesus meeting Martha, Mary, who had lost their brother by the name Lazarus. So Jesus, in his ministry, you see the Bible saying that these two women were in his ministry. Wherever Jesus was going, they were going with him. When Jesus was raising Jairus' daughter, they were there. When Jesus performed much of the miracles, these women were there. But when Lazarus died, when he arrived, they were even crying. To say, if you were here, our brother could not have died. You stay with Jesus. You see miracles. And you have given up. The woman sees miracles of flour, of oil. And she goes to Elijah and he says, why? Why, has, why? What is happening around me now? And she's talking to someone who performs miracles and she sees the person performing miracles. And now they say, if you were here, our brother could not have died. So Jesus sits there in one person and they are not taking him to the grave. They are saying that you can't even go to the grave because it's too late now. Our brother is rotten. He stinks. They said, you don't even have to go. So Martha goes to the kitchen and begins to prepare food. I thought we have come for resurrection service. Then no, I it's okay. It's too late. I have seen Jesus, he likes showing up to situations which are too late to be fixed. Oh, you didn't hear me. Jesus likes showing up to situations which looks like they are too late to be fixed. So, Papa, are you here, somebody? If you're following, raise up your hands where you are. Just raise up your hands. Raise up your hands. Just raise up your hands. Something has to happen in this season. Any person who's believing God for something to happen, I want you to raise up your two hands. Raise up your hands. La la zorebo shiko fa paramonda. Raise up your to say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, Oh Lord. Oh Lord. In the name of Jesus. Answer my prayer. I believe in your power. I believe in your power. Your matter must end. There must be a closure. You need victory in the name of Jesus. You need a testimony in the name of Jesus. I serve the God of the Bible. The one who makes. Who makes a provision. That even ravens are commanded for you. The God who even a widow is sustained because of the anointing. 
because of her connection to a prophet. Even her food does not finish. The God of the Bible. 